It's the go-home show to full gear, and we've got a hot crowd, new tag team title contenders, and Cody is do or die. Buckle up after buzzers. It's going to be a good one. I'm Maria Menounos, and you're tuned in to AfterBuzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let's the buzz. Ah, uh, <laughs> yes, ladies and gentlemen. We are coming to you live from the world-famous AfterBuzz Studios in beautiful Los Angeles, California. And have we got a show for you. We've got some news. We've got the runway. We've got a little bit of AEW Dark. But before we get started, let me introduce to you the amazing people I get to work with today. First, to the far Far left. He is our Earth Scouring Super Scout, <laughs> checking out wrestling from all over the globe, whether it's in the Czech Republic, whether it's in Chile, or whether it's right here in the good old US of A. Let's hear it for Roger Corral! <laughs> you forgot Australia again. <laughs> <laughs> I did. And then to the other left, ladies and gentlemen, whether it's on the red carpet, the Emmys, the Oscars are right here in the studio. Ladies and gentlemen, it is our entertainment extraordinaire. Give it up for Jessica O'Connor. You're too kind, Jack. You're too kind. It's it's true. It's true. And she investigates the indies. She overturns the stones that every star eventually crawls out from under. Ladies and gentlemen, let's hear it for Anissa Barr! And of course, hailing from inside the booth that none of us are allowed into. Never. Ladies and gentlemen, the three-time grappling champion. Let's hear it for Josh Alonzo. What's up, what's up, folks? How we doing? (laughs) And of course, I am your humble, kind, and gracious host this evening. I'm Jack Farmer, and I am excited to be here. Ladies and gentlemen, this is how you sell a pay-per-view. Am I I right? What did you guys think? What what did you think about this show? You are right. I'm sold. Blown (laughs) away. (laughs) Need we say more? We don't. That's it from us. (laughs) Thank you for tuning Uh, in. Yeah, I thought this was just such a fun show, top to bottom. We had great, uh, great promos. We had great matches. But I do want to start with the promos, right? I, I, we had two big promos here. One from from Cody, and we had a video from Jericho. I want to start with the one from Cody. This was <laughs> one of the most passionate, most fired up, most emotional promos I have seen cut in a long, long time. Roger, I think it was really cool how Cody just came out and fronted that he he was one of the guys that ran the company. And that he was comparing himself to guys like his dad, Dusty Rhodes, and how there's always that little bit of uh, weirdness with that. How did you feel about him bringing that up, the past and and the greats before him? I mentioned this before. I feel like 
there's always been a, a stigma against people that are, you know, in charge of the company. And those are usually the bad guys in these type of storylines. But I feel like there's such a connection to the audience this time that I feel like all of us are rooting for the guy who brought us the company. So mm-hmm. I think it was really important for him to acknowledge that, which, again, is very different from what we're used to. And that's a huge reason why we're fans of him. And he even choked up a bit. I feel like it was genuine emotion out there, and I appreciate it. I love the choking up. It, it, I, I love the seriousness of it all, too. Like we, There's a lot of fun and, and silliness that comes into to AEW, but that promo really felt heartfelt, and I really enjoyed it. I really think we need more Cody on the microphone. Jessica, we always talk about how cool Jericho is. Did this one pull at the heartstrings a little bit about uh, Buff Bill Clinton? <laughs> I know I give Cody a hard time with the butt Bill Clinton, but I really appreciated him kind of breaking the fourth wall, if you will. Mm-hmm. Obviously, you know, there are elements of wrestling that are for show, but this, like you said, felt extremely close to home. It didn't, I mean, yes, it was a promo, and yes, there are, you know, added drama to it, but this was pretty real, too, I think. That was like a lot of real emotion under there. Yeah, this really, it made me a believer in him. It made me a believer in the company. It's something that I think that they could show for years to come in promo videos for different things for the show and big events and things because it really, it was the dream. I thought it was absolutely perfect. Um, uh, he said the dream. The dream. <laughs> Play on words. Uh, and he said they, they, the big thing about this the, and the real point of the entire promo was they added a stipulation. They added a big one that I think changes the way I look at this match and that is if Cody Rhodes loses, he is mm. never going to challenge for the AEW Heavyweight Championship of the world ever <laughs> again. How do you feel about that being added in? Um, well, I mean, we are going to talk about the news later and predictions later because mm-hmm. I, you know, we'll get to the end. But I do want to talk about this promo. I enjoyed it. I love it. I'm a sucker for promos. If you got a promo, you're my favorite. <laughs> but a good, good promo. And... Uh, Cody really made you feel uh, the passion and what he's really going through. Of course, you know, Jessica, you mentioned him getting the emotion, being emotional. But what I liked about it, it did get personal when Cody did say, hey, Chris Jericho, your dad was a famous hockey player. And some people might have not known that. So Yeah, I did not know that. Yeah, so <laughs> there you go. I mean, he said in the promo, they both pretty much came from a golden spoon in, a, in different worlds. But I enjoyed it. I loved it. And I cannot wait for this match. I love the little comment about uh, when I was reading your book, A Lion's Tale, which is for sale for $3 on Amazon (laughs) and at flea markets around the world. Uh, He really had some great lines. And like I said, there's a lot of fun and and jokes on AEW. I think they've got that down. But something I really want to see more of is the seriousness. I know it's not as fun to say, oh, I want seriousness. But (laughs) I think that was a real, I felt like a big moment for me. It felt like a big time thing. And I think as of now, that is possibly the promo of AEW at this point. Yeah. So I really, really loved it. And, and you know. And to go back to your question, I feel like the fact that he's saying, I'm never going to go after a title, that says a lot. I feel like that's his commitment yeah. to us. 
telling us, I'm going to stick to making sure that you guys have a good product in front of you, but I'm not going to put myself at the forefront of it. And I think that's a that's a great service he's doing. Or maybe he's yeah. just super confident that he's going to meet yeah. Jericho. Or, th- or that. <laughs> and, and yeah, we don't want to dive into the predictions too early, but mm-hmm. it does add a little bit of that. Personally, going into it, I originally was just like, yeah, Jericho's going to win because he's going to be the champion for a little bit. But now I'm thinking, shoot, like, Cody's never going to challenge for the title in his own company? That's kind of crazy. So now it makes that whole match a lot more fascinating as a viewer. Um, Something else that made it very fascinating was Jericho had a a little vignette, a little (laughs) video, (laughs) and it just cracked me up. It was a shot-for-shot remake of the video that Cody had done uh, (laughs) last week. It was last week that they showed it? I don't know. Or two weeks ago? I think it was two weeks ago. Two weeks ago? And it was just hilarious. Him mocking the scene with Brandy coming out with trying to get things done, you know, looking at things, but Sammy is instead holding bubbly and uh, mm-hmm. the different, uh, you know, sure. Vincent or Virgil. <laughs> sure. <laughs> and he kisses him on the forehead. <laughs> you know, we got Vincent, Virgil. Uh, I call him Vincent. I'm a WCW guy for life. And um, okay. all these people, and, and Hager. Just real quick for this this part, what were some of your favorite lines here? Because this is such a quotable, quotable spot. <laughs> um, I gotta say, uh, my favorite was Guevara saying, "At forty eight, Jericho is the youngest <laughs> AEW champion of all time." Yeah, that was uh, that was good. I was a big fan of Vincent saying, "I don't know what a goat is. I'm not on a farm." <laughs> And it's like Jericho's town is like Olive Garden breadsticks, unlimited. <laughs> if anyone knows anything about Vincent, he loves his breadsticks, his unlimited <laughs> breadsticks from Olive Garden. Yes. That's his jam. We yeah. have that in common. Yeah. Olive uh, Garden, we're here. And then uh, we're and, family. And a, <laughs> This is not a sponsored ad. Just saying, though, if you want to bring us up. But it could be. But it could be Olive Garden. Olive Garden, you could advertise here. This is your chance. Um, I thought Jake Hager had a great spot, too, where he said nothing. (laughs) Just like stares at the camera. And uh, and Chris's aunt's friend from church was a great uh, person to have on there (laughs) as well. There wasn't a whole lot to take away from it. I just thought it was hilarious. I thought it was a funny, funny little bit, and it made me love, hate Jericho even more. And it shows the contrast going into the pay-per-view. You know, like, Jericho's kind of not taking it as seriously, and Cody's, like, betting his whole life on it. That's a good point. I didn't I didn't take it that way, but that's true. I'm now wondering, is this a chance for Virgil to get hired by AEW instead of doing signings and having people, hey, come, come buy my merch? <laughs> maybe. Maybe. I mean, I, I was, like I said, I was always a fan of him. I'm a, I'm a WCW guy, so I know him as Vincent uh, carrying the strap for... Uh, for Hogan, sometimes actually, I guess Disciple did that. Anyway, that's a whole other side. <laughs> wow, that's um, that's a whole other side. <laughs> that joke. Um, but uh, but yeah, I think anytime you get the chance to let people who are this good on the microphone talk about something, it can really help sell a show like a Full Gear or like an after show like this one. So Jessica, why don't you hop on the microphone and tell all these lovely listeners and viewers where they can find us and other shows like it. You know what? I will do that. You guys already know the deal. Thank you so much for watching us every single week here at AfterBuzz TV. We could not be here if it weren't for you guys. You know what to do. Follow us on Instagram. Like us on Facebook. What is it called? Subscribe on YouTube. You you know the stuff. Let's do some five-star reviews. And at this point... 
If you throw out a little five star here and there, you might even just get read on the show by Jack. Speaking of being read on the show by Jack, we have uh, Andrew B88 who gave us a great review. It's an amazing show, great show, can't get enough of AEW. So this is my morning after show on the way to work. Wow. Great coverage and awesome to hear professional opinions on AEW. Thank you so much for the kind words. And I think that's a great chance to listen to us. If you're someone's like, I'm so busy, I have no time to listen. I mean, the commute. There you right? go. Yeah. Call those professionals. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care what the rating was. I'm a professional. <laughs> we made it. We made it. We made it. We're, we're I done. can quit my job at Olive Garden now. <laughs> <laughs> no Olive Garden. No, uh, thank you so, so so again, thank you so much for that. And again, uh, those five star reviews, I love to read them on air. So leave some, leave some comments. Get it read on air. Um, so uh, speaking of getting read on air, we got to go talk about this main event. We got to talk about the. The big part of this show, Hangman Omega, Jericho Guevara, had all sorts of stuff in it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. I was waiting for it. <laughs> um, it was, uh, I thought, everyone looked like a star. Uh, Guevara and Jericho were such good heels. Uh, Aubrey Edwards, amazing referee. Referees don't get enough credit. Aubrey, you're the best in my book. Ref of the year. Don't even need to finish the next two months. Um, <laughs> take them off. Take them off. You're already the, the, you're, you're the ref of the year. Uh, uh, before jumping into what I like to call hijinks, shenanigans, and flim flam, panel, what did you think about this match and the participants itself? I'm excited for the pay per view. This is just. It's amazing. You know, sometimes we see your typical brawls uh, if you watch wrestling on a daily. You know, it's kind of the same over and over. But this felt really different. And for me, I just made me fall in love with wrestling more than I'm already in love with wrestling. And to show that the product and the production and the camera angles were all just spot on, like, amazing. They make me want to, like, when I see the credits start rolling at the bottom, like the little yeah. TNT logo, like, no. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, I appreciated that they, like, gave us a good preview for what's to come, too, especially for those people who maybe can't afford the pay-per-view or they can't get around yeah. to watching it. They at least got a little taste of it tonight. Yeah, That's true. Yeah. This, this match was great. And, of course, again, the end, as I said at the top of the show, this is how you sell a pay-per-view. This is what pro wrestling is about. This is what all the fun is. Uh, Pat comes out, obviously costs the good guys the win with a low blow, setting up their match even better, Pac and Hangman. Uh, but then, you know, and it looks like the good guys are going to, or the bad guys are going to, you know, just uh, be, the, be the champs and, and look good. But, man, they, the inner circle starts going in on the good guys, and we are on the long on-ramp <laughs> to the highway of insanity from here, because Cody comes out and saves the day, and he's standing tall with the belt as we fade to black. No! Moxley comes out <laughs> from the crowd with a barbed wire bat, and he barbed wire dances with <laughs> Kenny Omega, and then we're like, that's how it's going to end, but no! Santana and Ortiz, they come out, and they take them out, and you're like, oh, the bad guys are going to win. And then... But no! <laughs> We've got the Young Bucks! They're coming 
out here, and it's a Donnybrook, it's a Fisticuffs, it's all out madness. They're fighting all over the place. MJF comes out with a chair. I absolutely loved this. It was insane. I mean, Anissa, break it down. What, what did you What did you take away from all this? Um. Well, it's speechless. <laughs> Because you see what you did? <laughs> right. Struggling to find the yeah. words. It really because... You see what you did? You, you did this. <laughs> so much action. My favorite part is Moxie and Kenny Omega just going at it head to head. That's like, every time I see wrestlers do that, that's like my favorite thing. Because I know how much they're into their feud. And both of them want to be the best. You know, the Bucks, of course... I'm. I mean, I've seen these guys go high fly everywhere, but that's the highest fly homeboy ever. <laughs> highest fly yes. I've ever seen one. Ever seen them do? <laughs> I mean, and then you got MJF, Cody's sidekick, you know, out here doing his thing. But where the heck was Sammy Guevara? He was smart. He was drinking the bubbly. Well, He's like, "I'll let you guys handle that." I'm gonna. Well, go. he took some hard chops during the match, so I don't blame the guy. His chest was all busted up. <laughs> Jessica, he did it for Chris Jericho. <laughs> what happened here? We need we need more we need we need more explanation. What happened here? I can't tell you what happened, but what <laughs> I will say is I agree with you. I think Moxley and Kenny Omega, like, they're not the main event, but I feel like low key they will be just because I really feel like they match each other's energy and how invested they are. Yeah. You know, like I feel like Chris Jericho and uh, Cody, you know, obviously they are invested, but Jericho's coming off like he cares a little less, whereas I think Moxley and Omega are both like, I care a lot. <laughs> I care so much. I care so much. <laughs> and it's crazy because it's not for anything. It's just, they just want to fight. Just for hatred. But it's for, like, street cred. And doesn't that kind of matter more? <laughs> I mean, she does have a point. I mean, yeah. I did enjoy the promos that they did for Moxley and Kenny oh, Omega. They're, yeah, they were match. great. Beautiful. But, yeah, I totally agree. Roger, explain it to me. <laughs> I can't explain what happened either, but I could explain how I feel. Okay. And I, <laughs> and I feel great. I, yeah. I feel like they they both, first of all, I still don't know where they're finding this broom covered in barbed wire <laughs> that keeps appearing every few weeks or so. It's his bootleg the, thing. The, the, <laughs> it's a bootleg. I like the thing he brings it on the plane like that with him, <laughs> and he doesn't check it's it. It's carry like, on. He's like, I'm just going to sit with it in my lap. Is that Okay. <laughs> Halloween went into his head, so he flies with it. Makes sense. I've heard some rumors that that's going to be the actual final match because it's an unsanctioned match. So technically, Ooh. it's after the show ends. Ooh, I would, I'd buy it. it yeah. It's built really, really well. Um, and, you know, a place where a lot of building goes on is on AEW Dark. Uh, Roger, you are our AEW Dark correspondent. Tell us about what happened last night. Alright, let's do this. That means the shades oh. come on, guys. Oh, I bought it's sunglasses time. and I forgot to wear <laughs> your sunglasses. Oh they're, they're, on the, they're on the couch right come now. Oh, Lord. <laughs> Alright, well... We had a great we had a great night uh, for action at AEW Dark. Sean Spears against Nakanawa was our first match, and let me tell you, if you are into baby oil, if you are into undergarments, <laughs> this is Boy, your have match. We got a show for you. <laughs> this is the very first match, so we got a whole lot to cover after that. Um, so yeah, throughout the match, um, I, we had a, a bear hug. And Nakasawa decided to apply some baby oil. Everyone started spilling all over the place. 
the usual, you know? Yeah. And uh, unfortunately, it didn't pay off for Nakazawa. You still need some wrestling skills. So, <laughs> <laughs> so uh, we end the match with the good old Jack Hammer. Jack, ja- Jack Farmer's finishing moves. Ja- Jack's hammer. Uh, Jack's hammer. Yes. And then we also have some uh, tag team action with the women. Uh, we had Mercedes Martinez and Big Swole against Sadie Gibbs and Allie. Uh, I think this was a great demonstration for Mercedes to show off her skill set. She's been huge in the indie scene, um, so not a lot of people actually know her. She made her debut at All Out a few months ago. Um, but yeah, she was just pummeling everyone. Every now and then there was some other offense, uh, but she killed it. In the end, uh, Sadie came through with a moonsault on the outside and then a moonsault inside and that's what finished the match so you know if you are into women's wrestling there's a lot of it here uh and then they ended it with uh jurassic express against joey janela and jimmy havoc and again if you're into different type of stuff if you're into biting if you're into blood this is your match (laughs) (laughs) but wait there's more (laughs) so we have some biting and we have two atomic drops on joey janela and they look painful. Trust me, you do not want to take an atomic drop. And uh, at some point, Joey Janela and Jimmy Havoc betrayed each other, and they started attacking each other. Uh, Janela took a a stapler to Havoc's head, and so that resulted in that. In the end, Janela still took the victory with a good pile driver from the top rope, and that is your AW Dark Rundown, guys. Dark is always such a fun show. As I said last week, it's one of my favorite secondary shows. You guys really should be checking it out. Uh, We also got a little bit of a tease of maybe a Sean Spears, Joey Janela rivalry. Yeah. Which played out a little bit today uh, on... On dynamite, I, I didn't expect it. It was it happened like in the last twenty seconds. I was like, oh, that's not going to matter. Yeah. <laughs> that's not, it mattered. It matters. Mm-hmm. So yeah, we'll see a little bit of them. Two guys I want to see more of, and that's uh, that's what's great about dark is you can kind of see the things that are brewing, bubbling up mm-hmm. uh, there. And um, speaking of brewing and buttering up, bubbling up, <laughs> we're gonna butter up some uh, some dark order versus private party where the winner. Where you get the winners get a title shot at full gear, <laughs> no rest for SCU. They're getting contenders right away. My favorite commentary of the night, though, Jr. talking about uh, Private Party, saying, "I don't know how good their defense is because I've never seen it because they're just always That's a good attacking." That's good. Uh, <laughs> um, uh, so. <laughs> Uh, Jessica, I feel like Private Party are one of your favorite teams. They're getting a title shot now. How are you feeling about these two? I love Private Party. I don't know what it is. They're just so fun every time. And, like, I guess when you're going up against someone like the Dark Order, like, it's the Dark Order. Like, they're (laughs) dark. They're glum. They're, you know, like, they definitely don't bring the same energy. And And now I know what to get you for Christmas. (laughs) 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 I don't know. I don't know. Private Party. Whatever. Yeah. Let me live. I don't know if they've ever done anything where I wasn't extremely entertained. Um, But Anissa, on the other side of the coin, the Dark Order, they came up short. What's going on with these guys? They were on a a hot streak, and then it just stopped, it seemed. I feel that AEW, you know, wants them. I feel that, you know, they're putting them on the show 
uh, mostly every single week because I, I think because they're mainly like the heels of the tag team division. You mm-hmm. know, I feel like they are the only ones that are the heels and not a lot of people are super fans of them. Unlike, you know, other people are fans of Private Party, That's Lucha Bros mm-hmm. and SCU. Yeah. So, you know, I, I feel like everyone in that tag team division will end up being the AEW tag team champions. It just seems how long they're going to, you know, when is when the time is right. Yeah, that's a really great observation because I think they have Lucha Bros playing as if they're heels, but people love them. Right. I mean, yeah. So yeah. It's, it's hard to really count them as heels. And Santana and Ortiz are obviously heels, but they're not really involved in the tag title scene mm-hmm. in any way at this right. point. I mean, I'm sure they will soon, but yeah, so they are kind of the only the only heels. I noticed they got a, a little fashion upgrade this week. You know? <laughs> Would you call it that? <laughs> <laughs> That's a little generous. We'll see if they make the yeah. list today. Yeah. Evil, evil Uno Don't hold your breath. <laughs> The Creepers had long sleeve shirts <laughs> and on. And I did hear them referred to as Creepers. Yeah, I, I popped I, so big when I, I heard that. I was like, crazy. I, I knew it. They're Creepers. They listen to us. Um, <laughs> I, I like the Dark Order. I, you know what? I'm going to say, Dark Order, I like you guys. I think you guys are great. I think you're entertaining. Stu Grayson is stronger than he has any right to be. He's Because uh, he doesn't look like the biggest guy in the world. But he throws people around like mm-hmm. they... He does. Like, like he's on the moon. So he's just like, whoosh, and they go flying. It's a... Um, I still want to know what all these creep are. They wrestlers? Are they their children? Like who, who are they? I do. They're unpaid interns <laughs> that are in way over their head. <laughs> so this is how you get into the wrestling business, huh? Yeah. I need to sit down. I was a creeper for five years. <laughs> I was a creeper for five years. I learned and like Cody Rhodes said that. Like when I was a I creeper. I started as a creeper. <laughs> That's great. Oh, that's, that's great. <laughs> that would be a, that would be fantastic. Uh, I did notice they had the long sleeves. I do kind of get the idea that it's like people we know playing them, and that's why they put the sleeves on so that we can't see their tattoos and things. Um, at least I like to pretend Kenny Kenny Omega was out there pretending to be interesting <laughs> for a, for a, for an episode. Roger, what's what's going on with the um, like? Uh, are they done? Are they going to be the bad guys? Or I'm okay with the Dark Order. I, you yeah. know, I'm, I'm growing fond of them week by week. I'm getting to know the creepers more and more. So I, I feel like we'll they're sta- becoming endearing. <laughs> we have a fantasy football league together. <laughs> they're providing me with a lot of content, to be honest. Yeah, I, 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 I'm starting to to embrace them. I feel like Uno is starting to get a little bit of a personality. I can see him when he sits on his on his creepers. He's putting more emphasis in it. I, I'm just seeing more more creeper. <laughs> more creeper. Uh, so I, I'm digging them. So, they were the one team involved tonight that was not put in a tag team title tournament. The Lucha Bros came out, and we decided to make it a three-way for the tag team title. So, it's going to be Private Party, SCU, and the (laughs) Lucha Brothers uh, going at it at the pay-per-view. Are you guys glad this turned into a three-way? Would you have preferred to see SCU, Private Party, go at it? Or do we want to see the Lucha Bros added in and and spicing things up? Why not? I mean... You know, that's the right answer. <laughs> I, the, one, the one thing that just keeps popping in my head that are, no, are, those, are those gold medals that they all have. Oh, that's right, a third oh. place. <laughs> yeah. They're bronze medals. Yeah, yeah that was interesting. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so does this mean like whoever wins the titles, they get the replica and the replica of the gold? Yeah, does that mean titles? we're gonna have third place tag teams? Oh my <laughs> gosh. They should sell those on their shop. A- <laughs> Shopaew.com. Third place medals. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I was thinking that looking at those like I wouldn't want that. <laughs> I do. Why not? 
Why not? It reminds me of my spelling bee competitions. <laughs> I couldn't spell third, let alone get third. In. But back to the match, uh, I do want to say this. I do want to say this. I'm excited because I love to see, you know, private party, Lucha Bros, NSU. They're all high flyers. And yeah. they all bring something to the table. And I think this will be the match of the night. Oh, yeah. bold prediction, because there's some good ones on there, too. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I'm excited to see uh, all of them in there. Uh, and as mentioned, I, I like the upgrade in the Dark Order style. I'm bringing them a third time. I don't care. I like the <laughs> style of, of the Dark Order. And Stop sp- trying to make the Dark Order happen, Jack. <laughs> it's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. And uh, speaking of fashion, though, it's time <laughs> for reporting from the runway. Okay, well, we're just going to have to make it work without. Guys, there was so much cool fashion tonight, but we have a new addition to the segment. We have Hangman Adam Page. And I realize maybe I have a little crush on him because I keep being drawn to his outfits. Um, I love... The cowboy, am I allowed to say the S word? I don't know. Uh, the, the cowboy-ish. Ish. I love the cowboy-ish. Um, <laughs> we have a great bandana. We have some bedazzles on the behind. We have cowboy boots. I mean, he just looks tough. We have the walk, too. Yes, like, we yeah. can't forget yes. the walk. We have, yeah. you know, like the Willie Nelson-esque uh, instrumental. <laughs> I'm... I'm into it's it. It's just like judging by that outfit, he looks like he can just chug a bottle of whiskey by himself. That's not a right. Yeah. Yes. That's right. And he, he's kind of more than a cowboy. He's almost like a, a motorcycle club cowboy, like a little <laughs> Sons yeah. of Anarchy. Yeah. It's like if Sons of Anarchy rode horses instead Ooh. of motorcycles. You know? Yeah. Sure. I, know. I, I see it. It makes sense in my head. Okay, moving on. We have Shanna, oh, and yeah. she hails all the way from uh, Lisbon. Portugal, but now she lives in France. So originally I thought, oh, cute, you know, like homage to the U.S., but I'm like, no, it's for France. Or maybe it's a double. I don't know. Maybe it's, hey, I'm from France. I'm going to rep France, but I'm also in the U.S. Or I, maybe I just really <laughs> like red, white, and blue. It's unclear, but maybe that's what makes it so cool. Um, I was excited about her. Um, yeah, she's cool. She seems fun. Only thing that bothered me was uh, she had a bra showing in the back. They couldn't have gotten her oh. a better bra. Uh, I don't know, man. AEW, work on that. <laughs> we see you. We see you. But bras aside, she looked great, and I thought she did excellent. Very William Regal-ish. I actually am yeah. digging the colors. Yeah, and a uh, friend of the show, Hugo, is from Portugal. Oh. So uh, Shout out, Hugo. Shout out, Shout Hugo. Out Hugo. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I was really glad to see her uh, sign her contract last week, or at least it was announced last week. Um, and that, that women's division just keeps growing. It's, mm-hmm. I guess, if it was a few short weeks ago, I was worried about it having enough people, but now it feels like it's just stacked. Now we have too much women. Now we have too much. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just playing. Get him, chat. I'm ready for the chat. <laughs> That's, yeah. 
let that hang for a little bit. Before we move on. Let that one simmer. <laughs> um, but yeah, I uh, I agree on all accounts. Uh, Hangman it always looks good. I love, as I said before, I like glitters. I'm a glitter fan. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I thought uh, Shanna. It's Shanna, right? Shanna, uh, Shanna. Shanna. I think it's. I believe it's Shanna. 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 No, it's Shanna. 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 It's so she. But uh, she she wrestled really well in her match uh, as well. So she's bringing the style. She's bringing the wrestling. It's been really awesome. Um, speaking of bringing it, Anissa, you were going to bring us some news, I, I believe. Yes, yes, yes. Ooh. Oh, cool. I get music, too. <laughs> we're well okay. produced. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> so it's been officially announced that Brick, Brick Baker is going to be facing a Bia Pre- uh, Presley uh, to face at full gear. As we know, uh, if you've been following AEW, of course, because you are watching us, they have a little bit of rivalry. Bia caused Britt Baker to lose the Battle Royale at All Out, and Nyla Rose won that. So we are now officially going to have them to have a match at Full Gear, so that's going to be so exciting. And speaking of Full Gear, we're having another match that was announced this morning that Emmy and Rio are going for the AEW Women's Championship. Uh, this is not uh, actually. Well, let's put it this way: they have faced each other before, not just tonight's show, but at Double or Nothing, they had a match. And you know, go ahead and watch that match. So it's going to be very, very exciting. I'm excited for these two. And also, our last and final news: it has been announced tonight that Chris Jericho is going to be facing. Tanahashi set for WrestleMania Kingdom 14 in January, and it's going to be the second night. So this really, really shows, is Chris Jericho going to win the AEW Championship at Full Gear, or is he not? But leave your predictions and comment on social media and let us know what you uh, think. It's a, that's a fascinating situation with them cross-promoting over in Japan. And, uh, you know, with Kenny Omega holding the AAA title, um, you know, if Jericho... The Lucha th- Brothers are still holding the AAA uh, t- titles as well. Yeah, you know, uh, AEW might be literally conquering the world. <laughs> um, I don't think it's uh, overdramatic to say they might own everything oh. very soon. No, but I think it's, it's cool. I love anytime. You're kind of cross-promoting, and I would love for them to bring some AAA guys in. I'd love to, for them to bring some New Japan guys in. That kind of stuff's always cool. It's always fun. It keeps things fresh, mm-hmm. and it makes the, the product seem more global and broader than it already is. Yeah, and I think I, I brought this up um, backstage. Riho and Kenny Omega just wrestled this past weekend in an intergender match mm-hmm. at a Japanese promotion called DDT. So they're everywhere. And she came out with her AEW belt. So it's great. It's cool. Yeah. Very cool, yeah. DDT's uh, been around for a while too. That's a cool. That's where you got to start. It DDT. is DDT. Yeah, I know my wrestling guys. Oh. I don't, I'm not just put here for funsies. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> it's a suit. It's the suit. It's not just a suit. <laughs> Uh, so uh, yeah, I think that's 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 all really cool, and I know they were teasing some kind of uh, connection between them and New Japan for a while that Nick Jackson said was not happening, oh. but maybe they're just toying with us. Unless Chris Jericho just ha- has that right or con- or a contract that he's able to do that. Jericho can do whatever he wants. Jericho does whatever he wants. <laughs> um, 
And speaking of doing whatever you want, I want to talk about a few people who always get to do whatever they want, and that is your... Elite of the Week. This week, it is the top five, starting at number one. Ladies and gentlemen, there's a shakeup. There's a change. Things have happened. Going into full gear, number one is Cody. After that promo, after taking on the inner circle, he's been beat up for weeks and weeks and weeks, but he came out so strong today. He's in the power position going into full gear. He may be your next champion, ladies and gentlemen. Next up, not too far of a fall, we got Chris (laughs) Jericho. He won his match tonight. He still took it to the, the elite He's still a big-time player in a big-time position, and he's still the champion. After that, we've got Pac. Pac is the reason the Inner Circle won that match to begin with. He also won his match earlier in the night, which he looked amazing in, and he got a nice little promo of his own after that match. He's looking unstoppable. I think he's going to win his match. Next up, John Moxley. John Moxley fell a little bit, but it's not because he did anything wrong. It's just he's only here at the very end. So he's still doing good, still looking strong, still swinging around a barbed wire baseball bat. I'm not kicking him off the list as long as he's got that thing. And number five, we've got Private Party. They didn't win this tournament, but ever since that that loss in the tournament, they've been racking up wins left and right against some big-name competition. They're one of the most exciting acts on the show, and frankly, right now, I think they're the tag team to beat, which makes them your... That was your (laughs) Elite of the Week. Wow. Yeah, how do you guys feel? Betrayed. (laughs) (laughs) Well, actually, I think the inner circle is betrayed by you as an honorary member. You put Cody as your number one. Make up your mind. We need an explanation. He did not respond to my tweet. (laughs) (laughs) And for that reason. And for that reason, how do you feel now, Jericho, that you regret it? Um, Yeah, this was a a tough week. I'll be honest. Having to look at all the stuff that happened, I thought everyone looked so good. It was hard. Anissa and I were talking backstage about how it's so hard to pick those number four and five spots because you're thinking of who can't be on the list once Mm -hmm. you make those picks. Uh, But... I, I, th- I think this is the right the, the right list. In the comments section, let me know what your top five was, because I'd love to see what all the viewers and listeners think, um, or hit us up on the AEW After Buzz social media account, and let us know what you think there. Yeah. Let us know who you thought number six should have been as well. Now, you guys, we saved a little bit of time here at the end, because we got full gear coming up. <laughs> I thought this was a free-for-all now. No, this is, <laughs> we saved a little time at the end. The, the <laughs> um, our uh, musical number. Our musical number. Um, you know, there was uh, you know a lot of great stuff just to really quickly cover. I want to give a shout out to Trent doing a great job against Pac. I thought he looked like a star. Uh, Brandy with her scary promos, and uh, of mm. course Jamie Hader, Sakura, uh, and uh, Riho and uh, Shanna looking great. Um, but I want to get to some. I want to get some predictions. Let's go ahead and let's go. I want to go ahead and I want to uh, I want to go through these and uh, let's make some predictions. Let's make some let's 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 go ahead and uh, put it out there, right? <laughs> See who's gonna win. We're gonna go up the card real quick on the pre-show, the buy-in as they call it. Britt Baker, B Priestley, 
Who do you guys got winning that match? Britt Baker by a landslide. <laughs> oh. It's Britt Baker from me as well. Britt Baker. The doctor. Britt Baker, <laughs> you get an anonymous, wow. or not anonymous, unanimous. <laughs> anonymous. <laughs> anonymous. <laughs> anonymous. <laughs> Britt Baker. Who am I? Because after that match, she's going to be fixing Bria's teeth. Yeah, there you uh, go. Oh, there we go. Our, uh, our reviews are going to take away all the professional <laughs> lines. Uh, but I think that's a, that's a, that's a clean sweep there. Uh, next, gets a little trickier after that. SCU versus Private Party versus Lucha Brothers. Who's walking away with the tag team championship of the world? You know it's the Mac Militant. <laughs> they can't take away the title so soon, right? I, I think SCU pulls it off. I'm going to say Lucha Brothers. Yeah. I hate to say that, but... Yeah. SCU. <laughs> SC, you know what? I Logic tells me that it's got to be SCU because they just won the titles. But you know what? I have zero fear. Oh. I'm going to put in the Lucha Brothers. That means for the, the, the team for the, the, the team pick of AfterBuzz, Josh, you're the tiebreaker. SCU, Private Party, or the Lucha Brothers? Who's winning this? <sighs> <laughs> you know what, just to be just to be the rebel here, I'm gonna go with private party for sure. Oh! <laughs> Wouldn't that be something? I'll keep, I'll keep you all deadlocked for now. Oh, okay, okay. Um, so that 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 so far it sounds like it's gonna be matched tonight. They do have their medals yeah. now. They do have medals, so they're <laughs> they like, uh, <laughs> uh, Then we've got Pack Hangman Page. Roger, who do you think's winning? Pack hang, Hangman Page. I think Pack is really angry. I'm not messing with that guy. Pack. Pack. Yeah, I think I'm going to say Pack too. Hangman Page. I was going to say Hangman Page. Yeah. Wow. I think Hangman Page is winning. I think that. Yeah. I think. I think there's a lot of heels right now, and we got to start yeah. shoring up some, uh, some, some, some goody two shoes. <laughs> uh, Josh, who, who you got to break the deadlock again? Pack or Hangman? I'm definitely going with uh, Pack on this one. Oh. I'm pretty sure it's going to be the same way he beat with his two uh, previous opponents. It's going to be with the Brutalizer, not going to tap. Ooh. It's just going to go Oh, man. Ooh, okay. So this is, this is a good show because we can't figure out any of these uh, easily. Yeah. Well, the one. Riho, Sakura, women's title of the world. Who do you guys got? Something we need to remember. Sakura trained Riho. Mm-hmm. Yes. So that's something to keep in mind. Regardless, the student has become the teacher now, and Riho's taking it. Rio has everyone behind her. I don't know if you heard that crowd, but they went absolutely bananas. And yeah. I think they might riot if Sakura <laughs> wins, if she tries to do the We Will Rock You. She keeps trying to make it happen. Not going to happen. I'm sorry. That's her gimmick. No, but I, I, it's cute. I like that she likes Queen. That's good for her. Okay. I think it's real because it, you could totally tell AEW wants her to be the face of the women's division. Mm-hmm. Well, I think Sakura taught Riho everything that Riho knows but she didn't teach her everything that Sakura knows. I think Sakura knows a few more things. But I'm outvoted here. I think Sakura, but you know what? The the panel's pick is going to be Riho here. Next, we got Young Bucks versus Santana and Ortiz. Oh, uh, I am always a Young Bucks fan. And I feel like Santana mm. and Ortiz are kind of chaotic. I don't know if they could actually pull off, of, pull off a victory. So I'm going with the Young Bucks. Hmm. Well, I was going to say Santana and Ortiz, but that was a pretty persuasive yeah. argument. I have yeah. to pick one. I guess. Uh, all right, I'll go with Santana Ortiz. I'll, <laughs> no. I'll go with my guy. Okay. Uh, the Young Bucks, I think, uh, you know, Santana Ortiz, they, you know, the high flyers guys are coming in, and they're not really high flyers. So... <laughs> 
Hey, they fight dirty. They fight dirty. I go Santana and Ortiz. Oh. I think they're going to win it. Josh, uh, are you team inner circle or are you team loser? <laughs> are you team SoCal? <laughs> I got to go with the Young Bucks on this one. Oh, oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Oh, okay. So much betrayal today. Okay. So then, true colors are coming out. <laughs> so then we've got Kenny Omega, John Moxley, lights out match. How's this one going? I'm going to go with Kenny Omega in an upset because I think this belongs to Moxley. But mm-hmm. Omega pulls it off. I say Kenny Omega as well just because of the story they've been building up so far. Anissa, do we even need to ask? No. <laughs> no, but um, Kenny Omega has never been a part of a death match, so good luck, buddy. You're going to lose. Oh, good Ooh. lord. <laughs> You're facing the king of deathmatch. Coming in the king. You know what? I'm a John Moxley guy. I think Moxley's got this all the way. This is a tight, tight prediction. Josh, who do you got? Jo- John Moxley or Kenny Omega? If it's unsanctioned lights out match, if we see... Old school John Moxley, CZW John Moxley, mm-hmm. John Moxley, for oh, sure. Yeah. John Moxley, okay. So last one, you guys. The big one, the one for that everyone wants to see happen. <laughs> 60 minutes. If it goes to a time limit draw, we got three judges. Jericho versus Cody for the AEW Heavyweight Championship of the World. Who's winning it? The big kahuna. Jericho pulls it off. Oh, I say Cody. I say Cody because when I was talking about the news, he's you know he is facing you know going towards New Japan. I feel like he's going to drop the title and go to New Japan, you know, and do the back and forth and pretty much uh, do that feud for a little bit. Well, I'm going Jericho. I'm Team Inner Circle, baby. Uh, <laughs> Josh, you got to break the tie one more time. Jericho or Cody? I think in reference to what Anissa was talking about, if. If Tanahashi wins against Jericho, they can't pin him with the title on him. So I'm going to thank Cody. Wow. Cody, wow. Someone in the chat said it's Jericho's birthday on the 9th. Jericho wins. Oh. Oh. And then they have a bubbly party. Happy birthday. That's a game changer. Uh, yeah. That is ending. So, um, so we'll go back to him. We're gonna, I'm going to try to see if we can get some, uh, some AEW official predictions based on uh, what we all picked here. Um and then we'll get to talk about this all next week. But before that, we got to let everyone know uh, where they can find us. Roger, you take it away. Where we can find you online? Roger A. Crow on Twitter. At Jessica O'Connor underscore on Instagram. At J. O'Connor with three N's on Twitter. And Anissa <laughs> Barr with three R's at the end on Instagram and Twitter. And Josh, how about you? Uh, you guys can find me at J-O-A-L-323 on both Twitter and Instagram. And you can find me at jackcfarmer.com as well as at realjackfarmer across all social media. Also, make sure to check out AEW After Buzz as well across all social media. Uh, until next time, ladies and gentlemen, do your best and be yourself. Our founder, Kevin Undergaro, and me, Maria Menunos, would like to thank you for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first, we're the biggest in the world, and we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later. <laughs> the views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 